Welcome to Career Case Study, a podcast presented by the Carroll School of Management at Boston College. On today's episode, we talk with Stephen Walsh, a product manager at Fidelity Investments. Before pursuing his MBA at BC, Steve actually graduated from BC as an undergrad, then spent some time in the US Navy. So we hope you enjoy. Awesome. So Steve, if we can kind of just jump in here and if you could tell us a little bit about what you did um, prior to coming to BC, that'd be great. Sure. So um, I also did my undergraduate at BC. So I had been a history major beforehand. Uh, Again, qualified to do nothing. But um, I had known while I was at BC that I wanted to do the military. So I, following graduation, um, I I got a commission in the United States Navy. So I became an officer in the Navy. And I spent five years on active duty in a variety of roles uh, based out of San Diego, but uh, a couple different commands out there. And what what I what I did day to day was predominantly people management. So in charge of anywhere between eight to 40 people. Um, I also ran programs, projects and, you know, in charge of equipment, systems, et cetera. Um, But predominantly it was people management. So what I wanted to do was take that, the people management skills that I developed in the Navy and then really shifted over to the private sector. So Mm -hmm. um, when I decided I wanted to go back to the private sector, the idea of going into business, whatever that meant, uh, (laughs) was was what I wanted to do. Um, So I thought the best avenue, having been limited technical acumen as a history major, um, wanted to get back into it by going to pursue an MBA. So uh, knew I wanted to get back to the East Coast. Decided, uh, threw my hat in the ring at a couple different schools, ended up choosing BC. Um, It was... kind of an easy easy fit for me. I'd been there as an undergrad, so I already knew the school itself. I uh, had great name recognition. I floated the idea. I got into a couple schools and floated the schools to a few friends of mine that were right. in various different industries. I said, hey, who, which one holds the most weight? And they yep. said, you know, the alumni network, if you want to be in any of these major cities, is is BC is, is the no-brainer there. So for me, that was, that was my route to BC for the MBA. It makes sense. Makes sense. And so then, once you get to BC, as you said, you're kind of going into business as a whole. Yeah. How did you start to, in that first year, limit it down? Figure out where within business you wanted to go. How you were gonna kind of guide that path going forward? So I showed up to every info session <laughs> and every company visit. Um, I had it was very open to a lot of different things. I, I yeah. probably had uh, limited exposure. To what like I said, what business actually meant. So as I tried to to uh, fine tune where I should be looking. Right. I, I just, I honestly, I showed up and, and anytime a career fair or or any outside activity that included getting a little exposure to different different companies, different industries, I tried to show up to everything. Yeah. Um, and then from there, that was kind of the jumping off point to then go to the career services office and say, hey, commercial real estate, what's that all about? <laughs> Do we have any alumni in that? And then sure enough, they have a laundry list of people that are, ready and willing and I had a terrific they give me the names of the people and what I do is send out a couple emails a week and I had a great hit rate people yeah. were more than willing to yeah. to meet with me that's and that reinforced for me the alumni network and how strong it is and how willing people are to to turn around and help the the next eagle up definitely um, so that was that was very encouraging for me um, so I just I you know I kept it was kind of a slow at the end of every interview and I think this was a great practice you have a good inter- you had good conversation interview with someone. You say, "Hey, I'm interested in learning more. Do you have a couple other people for me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did this in a couple different industries, um, and and still, you know, as I as I went through the process, I wanted to gain more information, um, and I realized that they had these programs, these rotational programs, yeah, where you could get 
essentially a microcosm of a career in four different aspects or two different aspects, depending on, on the specific program. Right. So I, I started looking into those as well. Um, yep. Gotcha. And so then with that, you started to narrow down the internships and ultimately kind of where did you end up within after that first year in between before the second year? Yeah. So I mentioned commercial real estate, but then also some of the rotational programs. So those are the ones that kind of piqued my interest early on. Um, I had met Fidelity in probably one of the first weeks I was there. They were on, on campus recruiting for the at the time they recruited for the general management apprenticeship. That was the right. program I went through as well as the FLP, which I, I believe they still go out to campus for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had asked them, you know, I followed up with them and I said, hey, are there any internship opportunities? They said, no, but we don't for this program. Um, but we do, we'll start the interviewing early next year. Just stay in touch. Let us know if you have any questions. And, and so I followed up with, well, what kind of work would I be doing that yeah. would put me in a better position? And they said something meaningful, which is very, <laughs> very vague. yeah, very vague. Uh, so, so what I did is I, I kept, you know, I kept going to the inter, inter, uh, the uh, info sessions and, yeah. and all the different company visits, uh, and, and kept looking for additional avenues that I could pursue for an internship during the summer. Um, and actually, it was again, it was an alumni of BC, the BC MBA program that I talked to that works in commercial real estate, um, that had had a good conversation with with me and had given my resume to a, a colleague of hers that okay. that was looking for someone. She said, hey, actually, I got the guy that you should ask. So there was no formal process. I actually just got a call one day and said, hey, we're interested. Uh, we got your 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 uh, resume here from, from a colleague of mine. I was yeah. wondering if you'd be willing to sit down to talk to see if you're interested in, in joining us this summer. Yeah. So that's it's kind of a not the the beaten path i suppose for the standard application sure. interviews etc um so and that was of course in parallel with a lot of different you know formal interview processes and, and whatnot as well so absolutely I, yeah so i ended up working uh doing commercial real estate underwriting okay for multifamily housing so that was good so yeah. after so you intern doing commercial real estate underwriting how did you make that switch over then year two into kind of more of a technology driven role yeah. So, um, or it's, yeah. So when I came to, so then fast forward, I, I came to Fidelity and so at Fidelity, um, I've been doing the, the program it has is four very different, um, rotations, right? So you spend six months at a pop two okay. year program, you're rotating around. So I had first, I started out when I started here at Fidelity, I was in a, an operations role. So it's a very, very, uh, big picture, uh, initiatives. One was called the paperless program. So as you can see, um, I became the culprit every time a printer stopped working, people thought I was <laughs> up to something. Right. Uh, but it was just a, an idea, a, a way operationally, how do we how do we pick just small initiatives to save money? Whether it's getting a, a contract readjusted that they don't need to send out mailings, et cetera. Um, so from there, I switched over. Then my second rotation was a, a technology-based role, another cost savings initiative. Um, just streamlining our technology. Okay. Um, and then moved on. I worked um, with our ETF group. So it was, a, it was more of a product, product support. Okay. Um, also helped out with a lot of competitive analysis sales. Um, and then final rotation, I was with our wealthy family um, segment. So it's our family office servicing and with their relationship management team. Got it. So as you go through the program, you kind of identify what attributes in a final role you want to be. Um, and when you come out of the program, you have to apply. So you're, you're just another, okay, um, got it. You're another person. Granted, you have a good toolkit where you have two years of jumping to different 
different uh, parts of the organization, learning about the different parts of the organization, and then also just getting good contacts right. throughout. They do a lot of the soft skills throughout in the program, um, so a lot of EQ and you, you name it. The totally. stuff that you're definitely focused on in, in the MBA program as well, Got it. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, it, so it set me up, um, and now I'm in a product management role. Got it. Yep. So I may have jumped ahead a little quick that's, there yeah, to like right. go straight to Fidelity. So I guess that second year after you came back from your underwriting internship, were you focused on looking for a company that offered a true like rotation program? That way you can get kind of a blend of different things. Yes. More yep. so than strictly technology. Yes. Yeah, so okay, I certainly jumped got frog it. hop that whole question. With <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. That makes, that makes more sense. Um, I guess, like, what would you describe uh, your role at Fidelity like today? Um, can you tell us about, like, any really, like, impactful projects that you're working on without giving away too many yeah. secrets here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm a product manager now. I've been in it, So I've been out of the program for about seven months now um, and in this product manager role. Um, and I work with, in our institutional space, um, so this, I work, it's essentially a business-to-business, right? So mm-hmm. the clients I work with are registered investment advisors or broker-dealers, banks, Okay. Um, so we provide, Fidelity is not a bank, but in order to provide our full complement of products to our end clients of, of the intermediaries we work with, uh, we wanted to be able to provide bank solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So non-purpose lending, which is one of the, one of the lending solutions that, that is something frequently um, requested by clients. So that's mm-hmm. something if you want to expand your business, buy a boat, buy a house, pay off student debt, you name it. Um, it's something, anything outside of securities. Um, gotcha. It's it's the avenue that a lot of people go down. So I, I run that program. We have a partnership with um, two different banks for a, a mainstream program. And there's also a third program I run, which is a really bring your own lender. So if you, you have a local credit union you want to work with um, to, to get a, av- uh, an avenue of lending, yeah. um, what we'll do is here at Fidelity, we'll lock down your accounts on behalf of the bank. You can still trade in your account. Gotcha. Maintain your brokerage portfolio um, while securing a line of credit. So similar to putting your house up for a mortgage, sure, you're putting your bank accounts up as a, a lien gotcha. you know, for the bank. That makes sense. And so you obviously decided that you wanted to come back to Fidelity after the rotation program. You wanted to stay with Fidelity. What do you attribute that to what do you like about fidelity what kind of drew you to the company what keeps you here i think so it's certainly one it's a boston-based company which is yep i mean that's that's a nice thing uh, but predominantly i think it's just it's a privately run firm so they have a very long-term horizon mm-hmm. they're not they're not knee-jerk reacting to quarterly earnings calls i think that's something that's unique um and i would say that they have a very good vision a long-term vision so they're they're able to invest in a lot of r d definitely um you know we have a lot of technologists here so it's you know that's part of a lot of companies when they have to streamline they have to cut numbers but because we have the long-term vision we're not we're not bouncing back and forth every quarter mm-hmm. um, they're able to bring on uh, meaningful technology work i think that enhances the business and I think that that's one thing that I've found as I've gone through Fidelity is realized that they're really invested in, in, in creating a better future for their employees. Yeah. And by, by that, they're just enabling them to, to make the products better because it's ultimately at the end of the day, we're working to get the best solutions for the client. Sure. So that's, and that's, I think they, they truly do have that as their vision and, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. So that's, it's been refreshing to see that. No, that's great. Um, to hear. And it's, it's got a, a very good culture. So mm-hmm. like, like the success I had with, um, reaching out to alumni of, of BC, um, here at Fidelity, 
it's the same thing. You reach out to someone just looking to to learn a little bit more about what they do, what, right. what their path has been. Yeah. I've had a great, great uh, response rate as well. And it's just, it's been a, a very good experience thus far. Nice. And then when you look at both, you've obviously been through the rotational program, you've seen interns come through here as well, and you've been with everybody in between. What do you think makes people successful and what kind of people do you think really excel within those type of internship and rotational programs here at Fidelity? So I think, um, much like many other success stories, if you have, if you have, you can identify success stories here by people that are naturally curious, that are self-starters, um, people that are, are willing to, to actually buy into, we have a lot of different, um, company values here that, you know, customer obsession, that's a real thing here, which is, which you can you can fake it, but unless you're actually working towards, at the end of the day, helping the customers get the best solutions possible, yeah. then you know it's it's tough to tough to advance in in, yeah. in, a, in yeah. a meaningful way, right? So I think um, yeah, th- there's just been a great a lot of great uh, people have gone through and, and success stories. I'd say have been people that are they're focused around those. Awesome. So what's next for you in your career? Do you want to continue to grow within technology um, or are you still kind of curious and looking at, you know, maybe longer term, but still kind of curious about some of those other functional areas that you may have rotated in to maybe look to go back to, you know, five years from now, kind of down the line? Yep. So I'm, I'm kind of the non-technologist in a technology uh, product organization. So yeah. there's the traditional product is where I fall, uh, but I work a lot with technologists as well okay um and a lot of the initiatives either are driven by technology or are you know the the way that they've got to be where they are because the technology exists now. yeah um so i would say want to expand uh beyond just a, a product role um i think ultimately get closer to the client okay um being moved towards relationship management sales that that is something that i appreciate i actually really enjoy trying to provide value to clients yeah creatively problem solving and and one of the things that i wanted to focus on being a product manager is to get an understanding an in-depth understanding having been from outside of financial services and then just being a generalist by nature for the last two years Mm -hmm. um, i wanted a a depth of understanding in, in some product suite so that i had a little bit of a podium to stand on as i advanced towards being able to to go preach the good word of fidelity yeah, externally, yeah. right? Definitely. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Um, so kind of as we're wrapping up here, could you tell us a little bit about um, some advice that you might, you know, give to current first year, second year, part-time students um, that you wish you knew now? I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> That's is always like the yeah, toughest. Good question. Right? <laughs> I, well, one of the things you're going to constantly, you just have to acknowledge the fact that every time you're doing schoolwork, you're going to think to yourself, I should be out there networking, yeah. trying to find a job. Every time you're doing <laughs> that, you're saying, I'm really, I'm really, you know, feeling myself on all this schoolwork. I should be working on that. There's no perfect solution. Um, I think, you, you know, as you make your way through the time management, you're, you're going to have to pick and choose what you have to be able to do, right? Definitely. Um, this this sounds ridiculous. I don't think anyone's really going to fail out of MBA, right. an MBA, right? Um, so it, it is like certainly don't focus on the classes that are going to add value, add to your toolkit, right? Um, but but certainly start early and often, reaching out, trying to develop the network. Um, it's it's something that you should 
you shouldn't take for granted there is a, a lot of alumni out there that are ready and willing to yeah. to take a call so if you're not reaching out to them and you're too inwardly focused on just developing your, your skill set that's i mean that's part of the part of the equation but you leverage the network that's yeah. that's something that is phenomenally important and, and impactful um so i'd say definitely definitely uh that would that would be yeah. I, I don't want to say don't do your schoolwork <laughs> sure sure but there's a happy balance there's a happy balance <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you know if you make sure you're getting this stuff done but but focus a lot of it early and often right out the gate you got to get get out there and introduce yourself to people yeah, and, yeah. And, and one of the things that was huge like i mentioned before is when you finish talking to someone ask them to refer you to someone else and that and that just keeps building your network and it's 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 valuable as yeah. time goes on and i would imagine too as a veteran that's another aspect we have a lot of veteran classmates that um we're about to graduate with and we see that they have created like not like another group but like very close inroads with one another to yep. kind of keep tabs of where they're going next so i imagine like the veteran community at bc and your time in the navy has only attributed to kind of growing your network here at fidelity yeah as well. absolutely absolutely and there's there's great resources um specifically for vets too but i mean it, it, me being a vet didn't for the alumni network didn't really didn't you know prohibit me right. or, or make me the only one that they said yeah I'll take a call with you um, I think there is it's an incredible avenue for vets that are there as well to be able to reach out and it's for me coming from it, it's very different jumping into financial services apples to apples versus the military and trying to demilitarize your resume get going through that and, and even just trying to tell your story is very difficult specifically when 90% of if as the vets would know 90% of the the things you write in a resume are acronyms that no one outside of the military <laughs> knows so you just got to make sure you're 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 civilianizing or demilitarizing your uh, your resume and then there's there's plenty of resources so across the board i mean the 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 um, team at bc career services did a great job and they're they're more than capable of helping you out. They, they were phenomenal for, for me. Um, they can hook you up with outside. So if you're a musician, there's probably some network out there too, yeah. right? Or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. you know, that was probably a poor example, but whatever <laughs> it is outside, you know, affinity groups and stuff like that, they can, they can link you in because they exist and it's just a matter of getting an intro. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I think the, it's certainly, it's, it's, it's impressive, I think, to see how they're growing the BC Vets Network. Absolutely. I think that's a great resource and certainly, good to keep empowering people that are coming in that, that avenue. But, yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks Steve. I appreciate you yeah, taking the time uh, to talk with us today. Um, this has been uh, really great. Yeah. Well, good luck. Good luck.